folks, we're back and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. I'm sorry, folks. We got some fruit flies up here. And anyway, we're working on getting rid of them. Hey, folks, Radio Strongman back in the saddle again. Uh, I appreciate your indulgence. Thank Alan for sitting in for me on yesterday. Uh, again, I know he brought a lot of topics to your awareness, and uh, he's always there at the ready to uh, sit in for the Radio Strongman. So hat tip to Big Al and the crew and whoever. I think he had Dr. Welcher on. I wasn't able to listen, uh, but uh, we do hat tip to him and also to my producer who uh, moseyed back into the studios after a long hiatus. You know, he's like uh, our Lord and Savior on Sunday. No man knows the hour when he'll show up, you know. He'll just uh, just pop up. But, uh, you know, I try to get Dr. Livingston to sit in. And so Alan was, in fact, the uh, second uh, consolation prize, as it were. Uh, I contacted Dr. Livingston and we proffered him some certificates of appreciation, as he likes to call them, cash, dollar bills, y'all. And uh, he says, no, he's not that kind of guy anymore because he's papered up. He's rich. He doesn't need this kind of work. He doesn't need the drama. And you guys remember Dr. Livingston from some years back. He had his uh, top-rated show there uh, here at WYAB. He was a crowd favorite and a name that will go down in uh, uh, history of bathroom walls. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, you know Doc Livingston was one of a kind, and we we miss him. He uh, he was the tentpole of this operation for so long. And uh, as you know, as a matter of fact, when he left, the question was just circulating around the water cooler: How are we going to fill his shoes? And of course, uh, you know, me being the brainiac that I was, I said, "I know. Use them for a urinal and a toilet. <laughs> Filled up real quick." And folks, we never noticed anything after that point once it was filled. But anyway, I am back, folks. It's a Friday. Uh, we made it through another week. No small feat, I might add. And now, making it through the weekend, folks. We're living in an area that's dominated demographically and politically by Democrat heads. Democrats, folks, and wherever you have Democrats in charge, what are you going to have? Senseless murder, random violence, folks, and general mayhem. I'm talking about where things just doesn't work. That's the only surety you have that it's broke, and it's really broke. I mean, it's beyond fixing broke. But anyway, folks, we do have some good news. Uh, in another hour and uh, 51 minutes, it'll be the beginning of the Gun and Knife Club here in the city of Jackson. Now is your time to escape from New York, or in this case, Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, get out of town while you can. Uh, the violence is gratuitous. They'll do it just to see the look on your face. Beat them, beat them. And, uh, uh, and we're also going to talk about the mayoral aspirations of one radio strongman. That's right, folks. I didn't get the address what I would do with gangs Uh and young kids getting in gangs, et cetera. And we'll, we'll throw that out there also. But we're going to address the uh, Gun and Knife Club right now, folks. Here in the city of Jackson, uh, there's a new sheriff in town. That's right, folks. Judge Carlton Reeves, folks. He's hung up the robes for the weekend. He's got on his spurs, cowboy hats, and a, a six-gun on hanging off each hip. He's going down to the RDC, Raymond Detention Center. He's kicking butts and taking name. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Uh, Diplomacy. He's going down there. He's going to be throat punching some folks. He's going to get some folks in line. He told Jackson, told Hines County, I'm tired of this crap. Y'all been telling me you're going to fix this thing. 
for two years. He said, I'm coming down there myself. He's going to be slamming them down like dominoes. Boy, you ain't seen a madman until you see Judge Reeve down there with the six shooters on each side, pistol whipping folks in line. Tyree Jones will be standing there and, oh, man, I didn't know I could do that. That's what it took when Sheriff Mack was in there. Sheriff Mack was putting an imprint on their backside with them size 11s. He had them, man, he had them walking in step. And then once uh, uh, Rony Rohn got in there, things started to slip. And then uh, 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 Vic came in and things started to slip. See, folks, here's the thing. The bottom line is, folks, you got to roll hard, okay? You got to let them nads hang. You got to let them swing. You got to go down there. Judge Carlton Reeves going down there. I can tell you what his first first words out of his mouth going to be. Fellas, you don't know much about me, but my name is Judge Carlton Reeves. I'm the last of the honest-to-God, no-nonsense Negroes. I haven't smiled since 1969. I'm hard to live with. And you're going to know my name. Let me just give you just an indication of the kind of guy I am. I'm not your average man, okay? Brunswick make my jockeys, okay? Because they the only one got that triple, double, four quadruple stitch to hold these Brunswick balls I'm swinging here. So if you don't, and if you can't stand pain, you need to adhere to the program. Because I'm a recovering hoodlum. I'm stuck in step number uh, number six on a 12-step program. I can go either way. So if you want to see the good Carlton, you need to adhere to what my suggestions are. And if you don't want to do it, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to get a chance to meet him. First, I'm going to give you a chance to talk to Chaplain Joe, Joe A. Washington. And he's going to tell you. Uh, Judge Reeves going to arrange that. That meeting now, what meeting? Between you and the Lord, you need to straighten up. So I'm telling you, your warning has been issued. Judge Reeves, as of today, he said, no man knows the hour when I'll show up down at RDC. And he's going to be breaking heels off in folks' backside. But I know you're thinking, okay, he was going to take over the jail, but I thought they were going to give people their human rights. Oh, you're going to get some human rights. And some human lefts and some stomping. Man, he's gonna be stomping on folks like he was a winemaker down there, like he making making wine, stepping on grapes. That's what you gotta do. Roll hard on them, judge. Show them no mercy. Be like me. Radio strong, man. I ain't got but I ain't got but one tool in my toolbox, and that's a hammer. If a hammer doesn't fix their problems, it's gonna make me and fix mine. It's gonna make me happy. What about me? How come I can't be happy? Huh? So if they need it, we're here to provide it. Pain, baby, pain. All right, folks. So, yeah, Judge Reeves has said he's taking over an RDC, folks. He's tired of the crap. So what that's going to mean, we're going to get a jail built. Oh, it's going to take some money. Now, see, Creedell Calhoun, Vern Gavin, and Bobcat McGowan didn't listen to David L. Larch and say, hey, man, we need to go on and get a jail for these uh, misdemeanor crime criminals. These, In other words, these young Democrats in training. The ones who are just getting out there, cutting their teeth on the bars, as it were. Uh, and that would have freed up a little bit more space down there and personnel for uh, Tyree Jones and his crew down there. 
But they didn't want to do that. Cradell and Vern Gavin and Bobcat McGowan wanted to give $4 million to Hope Credit Union so they can sit on it, puff themselves up, and act like they're giving money away for housing counseling for people to buy houses in Hines County where crime is out of control. But uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Reeves is coming down there. I'm telling you now, he's hard to live with. That man coming in, he's coming in like Zorro. You're going to be riding a black horse? No nonsense? Going to have some knuckles? What they call them? Uh, brass knuckles? Smacking folks in the grill? You better be ready. He tried to tell y'all. He said, he said in one of his rooms, don't make me come down there. You know how your parents would tell you that? He talk, He said that in one of his rulings at the end. Don't make me come down there. In this heat too? Oh, man. Oh, y'all got some difficult days ahead. I don't know what's going to happen next. But baby, he going to keep you on pins and needles. But that's the way it rolls, folks. So we saw, we're about to get some relief here in Hines County, folks, on the jail tip. Uh, he's going he's gonna to force the uh, Hines County Board of Supervisors to build a jail one way or the other. Because this thing can't be managed. You know that, don't you? I mean, it can be managed, but you're going to have to do some unorthodox approaches to it. Okay? In other words, beat them. You know how I do. That's why I said Kim Wade as mayor of Jackson. When it comes to the police department, are we going paperless? Yes, sir. I don't want to see none of my officers writing up now piece of paperwork on a criminal. I want you to handle things on the spot. And what we're going to do now, it's going to cost a little bit on the front end to, to get crime under control under the under the uh, radio strongman administration. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to set aside about ten million dollars. Because I think all you can sue these folks for is for five hundred thousand dollars. And what we're going to do, we're going to we're going to bring back the squad from back in the day. You know, we had a group of officers. What was they? They called it task force. What they call it? It was a oh, Tyree name used to be on it. They would just go out and just explain the uh, rules and regulations of Jackson to the uh, uh, the Democrat uh, aspirants, if you will, parchment prep, if you will, parchment larvae. And uh, uh, we're going to bring that back. And, yeah, we may have to pay a few lawsuits out if a couple officers get sloppy and get caught on film explaining the program. Because sometimes you got to use the old rat-a-tat-tap with the uh, old, uh, mag light. You know, stamp that in their forehead a couple of times. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to pay for that. And sometimes you got to pay for some untimely deaths. And we don't want death, but, you know, if they're going to do the Rodney King thing, don't want to stay down. Uh, I hate it for them. But look, the parents are going to be wealthy. In fact, the parents will probably recoup some of that bail money they spent over the years on that little, uh, again, parchment larvae that they, that they spawned. But anyway. These are the things that are in store for the people of Hines County. We're going to get a new jail, folks. And I'm all for that. Like I said, we need one built with five stories underground, five stories above ground, a block long. So when these people get sentenced, oh, oh, we've prepared a place for you, Hoss. You can do all your time right here in Hines County. Now, like I said before, we can either put it over there where the Jackson Zoo is or we can dig out the old Metro Center and start from scratch. There. We've got the parking around it. And all we got to do is put the gate up. Well, actually, don't need a gate with them potholes. Because if you can run through those things, man, you must you must have went to, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, them boys uh, uh, try out for the football, uh, pro sports. 
Anyway, uh, there are solutions are coming. So uh, Sheriff Reeves is coming down here, and he's going to straighten some things out. He's going to tell Tyree, here, hold my beer. Hold my beer. We're going to start. I mean, we need that, folks. We've been pussyfooting around with these folks. But now, I, in all honesty, you know, you know, here in Mississippi, they have a habit of taking over schools, school districts and stuff like that. And we know what happens on that. They have this big fanfare. I remember when they took over the Hines, uh, Holmes County schools. Oh, yeah, they we're going to take it over. <laughs> Our schools were worse off when the Department of Education got done. Then they put a guy in there. He was living large. I mean, he was living like uh, Pablo Escobar down there. They say he had the biggest house in Holmes County. And those kids were coming out dumb as a brick. I mean, some of them kids, folks, they wouldn't even make a trustee. You know, a trustee, you know, they usually come in there with some skills. They, they couldn't even do that. They wouldn't even make an impartial jurist. These kids were just dumb. In fact, I think they were made worse by being introduced to school. I think if they had to just left them out on the streets, they'd have been better educated. And then the Department of Education turns the school board, uh, turns the school district back over to Holmes County, and they didn't make any improvements. And they do that all around the state. They have all this fanfare about how they're taking over something. And then all they do is go in there and put in place some retreads uh, who supposedly going to turn the schools around. And then they didn't, the schools that they retired from were level negative ones. I'm talking about, look, you get a better education department any parchment anyway. In fact, when Mac was alive, people were graduating and getting their GED under his uh, uh, remediation program down there. And it, they had more people graduating than JPS. I mean, who were competent? So that's what I'm saying, folks. Uh, we just need to be real with ourselves. We need to grow hard on these folks. The problems that we're having in society, problems we're having with Hines County, and problems we're having with Jackson, is because we're trying to apply Democrat principles and ideals that have been proven not to work. And they'll go in there and throw that ideal down like it's the big joker, like they're playing dominoes, screaming and everything. And it doesn't work. Ain't worked. Ain't worked in 40 years. You know what? Truth of the matter is, we might need to bring back some old races. And put, what was it, Goon Jones? Bring him back down here. Hey, Joan, uh, Goon, how? How you do this? Yeah, well, look here. And you know what? Don't act offended. Because black Democrats have been doing what white Democrats had been doing to us back in the day anyway. Black Democrats are doing the same thing, killing us at will, at random, in heinous kinds of way. So don't get, don't give me this I'm insulted by my comment crap because you're going to get more of it. Guarantee. Our number is 601-879-0002. Radio Strongman back in the studios we'll be right back we're back and it is friday the gun and knife club begins in earnest in another hour and 34 minutes be ye ready okay folks i want to remind you this weekend i want you to put this on your to-do list stop by tom's fried pies in richland mississippi come down highway 49 which is open now folks you can just i mean it's beautiful it's beautiful and uh past the kroger's and then there's a walgreen on the corner at that shopping center right across the street where the baptist medical uh uh, clinic is right next to that is Tom's Fried Pies in their new location. And folks, I want aesthetically, I really like that. And their patio, I really like that patio. It's got the cushions out there, it's got the fan, it's kind of off in the corner. Uh, it's real shady. You're going to love it. But you're going to love the pies even more. Tom's Fried Pies, made famous by Tom and you 
after you've tried it. You'll be telling your friends about it. I want Tom's fried pies for dinner. You can get meat pies, which is basically a pie, the pot pie in a pie. Uh, what is it? You know, what is it? A pie, hand pie, I guess. Uh, it is delicious, flaky. And matter of fact, you can get one ready to go soon. You've got to run right out the door. Just, hey, give me a pie. Let me go. Uh, or if you got time, they will bake yours, excuse me, fry yours right there on the spot. I'm talking about red hot, McDonald's hot. Yes, that's right. Tom's Fried Pie today. Check them out. You're going to enjoy it. No, seriously. I know many of you could not stop by uh, when Tom was at his old location because when you're coming down Highway 49 with all that traffic and construction, you just couldn't swing off the road like you wanted. Now you can. Easy peasy to get to. Right there in Richland, Mississippi, right across from the Walgreens. Tom's Fried Pies. And, folks, they serve lunch. They serve breakfast. They serve everything. They don't just serve the pies now. You can eat good at Tom's. It's a full-service restaurant, if you will. Check them out. All right, who do we have? We got Robert. Yes, sir, Mr. Robert. Hello. Hey, Kim. What's going on? Man, just, uh, you know, wrapping it up and getting ready for a big weekend, you know? All right. Hey, you know, you're talking about the, the Hines County Jail, and my question to you is, how is building a new jail going to improve anything when you have the same people running it? They done run one into the ground. Now you want them to run another one? Well, the judge is saying that the, the courts are saying that the present facility is inadequate for the safety of our uh, uh, our, our residents, if you will, our scholars, yeah. our scholars. Our scholars need to be in a more air conditioned. They need a few more throw pillows. Uh, they need some, you know, they, they, those gray walls is driving them crazy. They want some different colors, a uh, place for their milk, uh, chocolate milk. There's a lot of little things we're just not giving these people. But, Where's your compassion, Robert? But you, you've got the same board of supervisors that can't even fix the one they got. Well, you're going to give, I mean, that's like, that's like getting a guy who's gotten three DUIs and totaled out three cars. Well, let's give him another new car. Well, here's the, how's that going to fix the problem? Well, <laughs> don't be cynical, Bob. Bob, don't be. Here's the deal, okay? Oh, I'm just, I'm just asking somebody to explain it to me, baby. Well, I, I know, I, <laughs> I got you, I got you. But let me, let, let, let me just say this here. Here's it. Here's what's going to happen, okay? All right, uh, this jail here can't be fixed because of the design problems, okay? So they're going to have to build a new jail that is designed properly. And the people who built the old jail will build the new ones because now they know what they did wrong. So they got all the bugs worked out. So we can bring back the old crew who will be able to work with this new jail because everything will work. The doors will lock. Uh, it'll do all those things now. Will it make the employees show up in time? Will it make them stay on the job? Uh, and all that stuff. Will, will it stop them from bringing in contraband? Well, see, now you're asking too much. Okay. So you. So you think that bringing back in the same people that built the faulty jail in the first place, have them come back and build a new jail, you think that's going to fix the problem? Listen, they just needed 25, 30 years to flatten the curve on understanding how to build a jail. Okay? I see. They've got okay. the bugs worked out. And plus, we've got a new crop of minority uh, folks who can do this thing now. Okay? So, you know. Yeah, we're... We got a new new crop of grifters and and and, and well, that's being a little harsh. You know, con men I, is what I like to call them. Okay. Well, that, that that's probably an appropriate word. But you that's know, probably an appropriate description. I mean, but uh, you but you got to look at it like this, Robert. 
We just don't have the, the quality of criminals we had back in the day. Because, you know, back in the day, the criminals actually built, for instance, parchment. I mean, they laid the bricks and the cornerstones and they did all those things. They, I mean, they built it to last. Now you just can't get these prisoners to build these prisons to last. I mean, Good the one's hard to find. It is. It, I mean, it's even hard to incarcerate. You know, it's you got even the, harder to arrest, baby. Well, you know, and, and, and now they're going to be having air conditioning. It's going to be hard to get people out there to work on out there in those uh, uh, out in the fields, you know, raising those crops that made the prison self-sufficient. So uh, it, it could be rough. It could be rough. That's all I can say. So, I mean, I don't know. They uh, need Vaseline dispensers, you know, just like they have the sanitizers everywhere. They're going to have Vaseline dispensers just like that all over the old facilities. That's right. Slip well, and slide, baby. It, it, I don't know. I, I just don't have a, a whole lot of hope in them. Oh, ye of little faith. Ye of no. Don't you want these criminals who who's hit a, a bad st- uh, a streak in their life to have it comfortable? Where's your compassion? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But th- that's the problem is they don't get the comfort because all the money for the comfort was skimmed off the top. Oh, so there ain't nothing left for the comfort. I just, I, well, look, okay, so it sounds like what you want, and let me be the first to say it, it sounds like you want a prison built right. Why? That sounds racist. Well, I, and I let me apologize, because yeah. I didn't mean it to come Well, out. that's what it sounds. You want crap to work? Oh, man. Well, that's inherently racist. You need it. I apologize. You really should. I I really don't. Go and send no more, Robert. Go and send no more. Okay? I just can't believe this guy. You got it, brother. Okay? We're going to build a jail with no locks. Open the doors and let them run free. Thank you. We're going to build a jail with no locks. Free willy. That's right. Free willy. (laughs) Thanks, Robert. Let's go to Mobile Bob. We're going to build a jail with no locks on it because what we're going to do is talk with the prisoners and impress upon them the need for them to realize that we're not going to put locks on there, but we need you to stay within the, you know, the footprint of this prison. Don't you think that would work, Mobile? I think it would work just fine. Yeah. <laughs> we got to be innovative. We got to be progressive. We got to be the city with so much crime. I don't hey, know. Uh, speaking of crime and Biden's, and Biden's supporters and voters, <laughs> you, I'm sure you saw the video the uh, by the young Biden supporter or voter that was jumping on the cop in New York. Uh, I didn't. See, I, I saw the uh, uh, headline. I didn't click on it. I, I did see the ones of the three girls that jumped on the on the on the so-called Trump supporter. But uh, no, these Biden supporters are getting very, very, very antsy out here. They're just jumping up people, jumping on people. No. Was the mayor of New York act like he was just shocked at how the kids back out after tussling with a cop the way he did. <laughs> of course, three days earlier, he was arrested for uh, armed robbery, <laughs> and it was released without bail. And then he does three days after that, he tussles with a cop and then gets once again released without bail. Well, it's a- how much of this crap do these folks going to put up with before they realize this? I mean, what was the problem with bail? Why did they, why did these idiots because they're too poor they're too poor to afford bail now they put some bail on you and make you stay in jail because you have means to raise money for bail and your wife's going to go get a bail bondsman to get you out of there they don't have that luxury I mean you're almost acting white I mean you, you probably know Robert the other guy 
What, what, what is it with you people? Where's your heart? Where's your compassion? Carlton Reed's going to get to the bottom of it. Now, like I said, he's going to build a jail with no locks on it. And uh, again, they're going to send in some social workers and explain to them how it's better for society if everybody just get along, if they would just stay within the footprint of the prison, do their time, you know, and just make all the social work crap work. And it, and it doesn't work when they won't go along with it. So we got to find a better way to get to get through to these people. Yeah, why do they think they had bail to begin with on the, for these criminals? Yeah, like you, you, doesn't these kids, these criminals learn pretty quick? Oh, yeah, I'll come in another crime and just let me right back out again. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. I go up and they, they take me down there and assaulting a cop. You should you should watch that fight. That kid was just, maybe it was a straight up fight. Mm-hmm. Why the cop didn't shoot him, I have no idea because, well, uh, you're being jumped on, dude. You have every right to shoot this kid at this point. Huh. But he doesn't, and then they just let the kid right back out again. And the new mayor of New York is shocked that that's going on. Why aren't you the mayor? Why don't you do something about it then? I know the cops are tired of it. Well, you got to understand how how that would look to the uh, to the media and to others who are not there and who 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 not there to take the blows and get cracked across the dome and all that. Uh, I just I. Your lack of empathy concerns me, Robert. <laughs> I mean, you know, at, at what point do you say these people deserve a fifth chance? You know? I mean, three or four times, the guy is realizing, listen, I'm not getting the attention that I'm seeking. These, I'm beating people down every chance I get. Oh, that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they need somebody to affirm them. They need somebody to make them. These people are low on self-esteem. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, they're not accomplishing the things that they want, which is the attention that they seek. And the courts keep letting them out. And it's it's, it's just one big cycle. And uh, that's what Judge Reed is about to get to the bottom of. He's going to show us that the federal courts can run a jail better than anybody can. I mean, they got all this experience. Uh, But here's the deal. The reason why all this stuff is going to fail is because Democrat ideals don't work. And they continue to try it. And what they will do as they try to implement their ideals, they try to implement uh, their ideals amongst the reality that these people, like that young man who at the four times is still committing crimes, these people aren't going to change. But there are members of their coalition that make up the Democrat Party that have to be respected. Even if it means the rest of society crumbles into a pile of ash, they don't care. You got to respect the hustle of those coalition members. You got those who are in the who carry bar cards, who get to sue on behalf of these, like that young man uh, who got out on bail four times. They're the ones who sued the laws off the books where, you know, you can't charge these people bail because they're indigent. You know, only people get charged for crime are people who have sense, who have, you know. The Trump supporters. Trump supporters. uh, Yeah, January 6th, they don't even get a chance for bail. They get get to stay in their solitary confinement for two years, basically trespassing. Right. This kid beats up a cop. Right, and when you start knowing, you said nobody wanted to uh, had a, a sharp inch object to one of the candidates in New York. You uh, were threatening to stab him. I know you know about that. One. Yeah, yeah, and they let him out. Out on bail, right? I mean, no, no bail, just right, right back out again. Well, see, this is what I keep saying. You know, all these people out here trying to be reasonable and cut the pie down the middle, and I see both sides. Uh, you're going to be suffering in the same cesspool as everybody else with your lofty ideals and this high opinion you have of yourself, that somehow you're making things better by allowing these lunatics to run amok uh, 
our society's collapsing right in front of our face. We're looking at Venezuela, uh, and it's going to be worse than that because here, and particularly in these large cities, these Democrats are just running amok. I mean, they're just punching people. They're just beating people down. And uh, it's only going to be in these flyover countries, uh, com- uh, states rather, and counties where you're going to get some relief. You, you're going to go to hell in a handbasket in Jackson, but you can go to Rankin County and Madison County and get properly regulated. But in uh, those counties being populated with the, uh, 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 what is it, the white liberal guilt, man, those counties going to go down in yeah, flames the most too. dangerous thing in the, on the planet is a, a white liberal with guilt. They, they're, 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 they're worse than, they're, I can't think they're of worse than the Klan. They really are. They're <laughs> worse than the Klan. Uh, uh, the bad thing about Venezuela, uh, uh, turn to me, uh, Sri Lanka and all that is, is we're so separate, we're so divided. I, this country would break up into three, four sections, I think. We, I was just talking to God day and we realized we had more in common. The, the revolution, the, the rebel people who voted against Great Britain had more in common with Great, with Great Britain during the Revolutionary War than we do than Mississippi and Alabama have with California. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, more in common. Well, listen, we're up against a hard break. We'll, right, have to, we'll, we'll pick it up. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, before we get to Steve on there, mind you, you want to call Rita Results Jensen. That's right, folks, think about putting that house on the market. Rita's your girl, the marketing muscle of Rita Jensen. will get that home sold. I tell people all the time, if you're not really ready to move, if you kind of, uh, I want to say, no, I'm telling you, Results is her middle name. She gets it done, folks. Give her a call, 601-720-4037. She's aggressive, knowledgeable. Folks, Results is what she gets for you. So if you're thinking about putting that house on the market, list with Rita. You can check her out on the web, Rita Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N.net. That's Rita Jensen.net, 720-4037. Call her, she'll come a-running. She's going to give you the straight skinny. Folks, she has. She guarantees to sell the home. That's how she rolls. Results is what she's going to give you. Rita Jensen. All right, folks, let's go to Steve. Steve? <laughs> you there? All right. There you go, buddy. Hey, how hey, you man. doing? All right. Did you see uh, where, I think it was two or three days ago, uh, the committee on the assault weapons ban in the House called in uh, a spokes or the, I guess, the president of marketing for the Daniel Defense and Ruger Firearms Company. Oh, I saw that. Um, and she, she kept trying to trap them into the, what, what they do about their marketing. And I would love to have been one of those people because I would have told her, I said, ma'am, um, our marketing uh, budget is down to zero. Thanks to people like you and Barack Obama. Cause every time you open your mouth, guns fly off the shelves. That's we right. don't have to market them. And you know, and, that, and that's really, and it, when you see a gun uh, being advertised, it's in a magazine that people have to subscribe to. It ain't just in life and, Look Magazine or Time Magazine. It's in a magazine you have to pay a subscription to be a member to receive. It's, a, it's, <laughs> not, it's not, I mean, these people are full of crap. And then they asked, uh, who was it? Was it Ruger? Well, one of the gun makers asking them, would they stop selling ammunition? They said, sir, we don't sell ammunition. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, these people got all this staff up here and they ask these stupid questions. But Yeah, uh, neither Ruger nor Daniel Defense, either one sells ammunition. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, so you, that just goes to show that they, they're really clueless about what they propose to be talking about. Well, not only are they clueless, it's also showing that they are working on behalf of someone else, namely yeah. those other countries that want to see America disarmed. This is why I keep saying, uh-huh. you know, when, when I harp on uh, Michael Grimy guests, folks, so many of these Congress people are in the same position. They're just out there spouting things they don't believe because somebody put money in their pocket or in their campaign. And our freedoms are being lost simply because we refuse to challenge them and refuse to see what we're seeing. Well, it's all right because the dollar's about to lose uh, or already has lost world reserve currency status. And those Federal Reserve notes they've been collecting will become worthless. That's right. What he's talking about is the reserve dollar that has been the reserve uh, currency that countries were forced to use when they wanted to buy oil and other other products like that because – America's basically faith and credit was uh, what all that actually backed the thing. Well, now the people who sell oil and other commodities like that are saying, no, you can pay us in a number of different things. So now they got a basket of currencies that they're going to be looking at in America. Well, Again, go ahead, bro. You could you could liken it to the money changers that, uh, you know, were the only ones that Christ ever got violent with right. back then. In order to buy or sell anything, you had to go to the money changers, change what you had for their money in order to get it. So it's basically was has been the same way with the U.S. Federal Reserve note for quite some time. Right. If you wanted to buy oil, you had to buy Federal Reserve notes in order to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're, they're pushing for digital currency because it's not backed by anything other than the fact that they control the, the power switch for the digital currency machine. And they can shut you off when they want, tell you where you can and can't go and what you can't spend. That's why all you people who are out there taking bribes, I'm, I'm telling you, you're on a path to destruction. You're on a path to personal destruction. Well, to, to your point, think about what Trudeau did during the the, the, the trucker protest up there mm-hmm. in Canada. You know, he shut mm-hmm. all their bank accounts down. Right. Yeah. And so if you don't think they can do it, folks, just look to Canada. Wow. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. All right. Have I'll, a great weekend, you sir. You too. Let's go to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, buddy. Hey, Kim. How are you this evening? All right, man. What's going on? Man, I just called to uh, give a shout out to uh, ran into Mr. White that runs Two Gun Tactical. Yes, sir. John. Super, yeah, super nice man. Uh, we were we were doing a little something in my business, and mm-hmm. uh, he was there with the uh, customer, so Got to meet him and go by there and check out his beautiful facility. Didn't get a chance to shoot because I'm at work, but right. uh, just wanted to throw that out there that whoever uh, is looking for an absolutely grade A range, that place is like a museum on the inside. It it's is. It, it, it's really range. well done. Really well done. Matter of fact, uh, uh, I'm trying to make it over there this weekend do do a little range shooting there. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to tell you, I found a new, uh, I know you're into the health and fitness a little bit. Right. I found a, uh, and I usually don't buy into these little gimmicky things, but I found me a, a Democrat head detox. Oh, really? Uh, I'm going to be leaving to uh, go to Sturgis next week and ride my motorcycle with some live free or die type of uh, red-blooded uh, rock rib conservative American. All so right. I'll, uh, I'll be around nine crackheads for at least a week. <laughs> You're going to be detoxing from the crackheads. And, brother, <laughs> trust me, right. he, he he is out there on the front lines of crack crack mania. <laughs> oh, before, okay, I won't. Can I tell the story about what happened the other day? Yeah, absolutely, man. My, my, 
My friend here bought a brand new pickup truck that day. And they got、uh, Christian, they got, he, he had to pay the ghetto tax. By the end of the business day, he had a bullet hole in his brand new truck. I'm talking about a lot. I'm talking about, but bro, you look credentialed now. Look, I mean, your truck m a k e you look hard now, dog. Cred, no、doubt. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got real bullet holes. Brand、That's、new truck、cool. got a bullet hole in it. I ain't talking about no little small 22 either. Bruh, look, man. 4 49 in the afternoon, just parked in a parking spot. Wasn't even out gangbanging. <laughs> m i n d i n my own business. <laughs> man, you got to be packing, bro. Look, Sally, you're going to need a, ton- a tail gunner on that truck before it's over with. Hey, look, no, no lie. When I got out to load that car earlier, the first thing Mr. White did was saw mine on my side. It's, it's on me right now in my pickup truck. And I looked, and he had one of them beautiful We the People holsters with、yes, the American、sir. flag on it. Right. And I was like, yep, this fella here is kindred with me and don't even know. That's right. Hey, fellow traveler, brother, there's a lot of us out here, man. A lot of us out here. Well, that's good to know, man. I'm glad you got to meet John. Folks, I encourage you to stop by Two Gun Tactical this weekend. If you're looking to purchase a gun, they've got about 85. Handguns out there you can try out before you make that final selection. So, again, this is a great place to be. Two Gun Tactical, twoguntactical.com. All right, Jerry, man, you be safe out there, brother. Keep your head down. Yes, sir. Take care. All right, Jerry, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. It's Friday. The Gun and Knife Club will begin in earnest. I want to remind you, folks, you're thinking about remodeling, you think you need to remodel,、uh, you've had damage. Just want to change things up. You need to call my man, my friend, Chuck Manning. Manning Enterprises, folks. His number is 601 946 4158. I ask that you text him. Say, Tom,、uh, Tom, Chuck, give me a call when you get a moment. I want to talk with you about a possible job. I want you to give me your ideas and、uh, estimate, etc. 946 4158, area code 601. Or you can go to his website, Manning Enterprises, M O E N N I N G. Enterprises.me, not.com.me. Chuck, again, extraordinary general contractor. He's been、uh, in the business for three decades plus himself. His dad was one, father, grandfather, uncles, brothers. I mean, folks, t h e y swinging hammers over there. That's the way they roll. Chuck Manny, Manny Enterprises. I commend him to you highly. All right, folks. Uh, the Gun and Knife Club will begin in earnest. We'll be playing the,、uh, when you're traveling through the ghetto. Old Buddy Brown was up in、uh, Nebraska this week. Well, I think he's playing tonight, maybe. Had a crowd over 20,000 over there to hear Buddy Brown. I'm telling you, the boy's on fire. And he's writing songs. Just, I mean, he's, gonna go, he's probably going to go down in history as one of the most prolific songwriters. I mean, he's inspired every time Joe Biden opens his mouth, he generates another song out of him. So. Again, I want to remind you, folks, Judge Carlton Reeves is the new sheriff in town. He's taking over Hines County、uh, Raymond De- Detention Center.、Uh, he says those guys cannot get it together, so he's going to go down there and work his magic. So he's going down there at 5 o'clock then and start smacking folks around. Get them, Judge. Show them no mercy. Beat them. Beat them. We'll be right back. That our city、uh, is safe. The mayor must stop smoking that dope. It's running him crazy.
right, folks, we're back, and it is Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And I want to remind you, this weekend uh, at Holmes, I'm not Holmes, uh, Heinz Junior College there in Pearl, Mississippi, it's the wildlife extravaganza taking place this weekend. Man, you know what? I want a hat tip to Heinz County uh, Junior College for taking this opportunity to host the uh, wildlife extravaganza. Uh, what I'm hearing is that they're, uh, the Hines County Junior College is going to be hosting a lot of events for uh, the preservationists, people who love to preserve uh, hunting, fishing, shooting, the shooting sports, all those different things uh, through their use of those uh, things. You know, because, I mean, hunting help keeps the deer population down and these other creatures that roam the woods and farmlands and waters, and et cetera. So, uh, there are other places that have been turning a cold shoulder to uh, venues like this, but uh, we want a hat tip to uh, the mayor of uh, Pearl there, Mr. Uh, Wyndham. He, uh, again, he was at the forefront of making sure uh, everybody was happy and making that thing happen. And folks, I understand there's going to be some gun shows coming uh, also to the uh, uh, Pearl area as a result of his efforts. So hat tip to the mayor. He's very for, I mean, the guy is easy to work with. He really is. And, uh, you know, I, I don't understand some of the other mayors who actually it wasn't the mayor of one of the other cities over there. It's actually the person who worked for their convention. They don't like guns. I'm saying, yeah, well, you can rent the hall for Saturday and Sunday and uh, we'll let you have Friday if we don't rent it out. So that means the vendors would have to come in there on Saturday morning and try to set up everything. Yeah. So that just means that they didn't want to rent the, the hall. To, but that's fine. Uh, the, the mayor of Pearl. Uh, jumped right up and is making it available. So, folks, the wildlife extravaganza will be at the Hines County Junior College there in Pearl tomorrow. And Tom Smith Landon Holmes will be one of the vendors. Stop by his booth over there. What did he tell me that booth number was? 231, I believe it was, something like that. But you can't miss it. Just ride through there. You're going to, because Tom does it, you know, when you when, when he advertises, when he put his stuff up, uh, it's going to be top of the mind. You'll be able to see it when you pull on the parking lot. That's the way they roll it, Tom Smith Landon Holmes. But let me tell you something else about what Tom just sent me, and it's on the website. You can go to TomSmithLandonHomes.com. Down there in Roxy, Mississippi. Folks, check this out. That's Franklin County, 330 acres in uh, Franklin County in Roxy. 15 food plots with shooting houses, feeders, and stands abundant with whitetail and turkey. A 2,500-square-foot uh, shop, double roll-up doors with a kitchen and bath storage area. A 1,200-square-foot uh, uh Mobile home with three bedrooms, two baths, custom kitchen, covered porches, stock pond uh, with bass and bream, outstanding professionally managed timber investment. Folks, check this out. 140 acres of 22-year-old pine, 65 acres of 15-year-old uh, plantation pine, 80 acres of mature hardwood pine, uh, excuse me, timber, 35 acres of food plot, trophy deer and turkey, over 1.5 miles of frontage road and beautiful uh He's got a creek in there. Folks, just go to the website, Tom Smith Land and Homes, and click on the county that you're interested in, in this case, Franklin County. And uh, so if you're looking for a place for your family and friends to hunt, this is it. Folks, it doesn't get any better than this. And check this out. What I just told you about the, the different trees and stuff on there, Tom is going to show you how to put together the deal. Financing is going to be easy. I had no idea until he was explaining to me how, how all that works. I mean, folks. With uh, was 140 acres of 22-year-old pine, 65 acres of 15-year-old plantation pine, 80 acres of mature hardwood. Oh, 
Just with that there alone, you can pretty much finance this whole property. Call him. Tom Smith, Land and Homes, uh, 879, what is it, 9027? Let me get it up here. I should have it written here on my thing here, but I don't. But I'll tell you what, Tom Smith, Land and Homes, and here's something that uh, from John Skanes, one of Tom's happy customers. Uh, well, actually, he's moving so quick. He got so many testimonials up here. I listed my farm uh, with Tom the week before Thanksgiving. He had it sold by Christmas. Folks, that's the way he rolls. And the one thing about selling raw land, it ain't as easy as it looks. You better know your business. And uh, uh, just because you have a license to sell real estate don't mean that you can get dabble in every area because you got to be able to provide those people the professional services that they believe they're getting. And Tom is going to get it to you. So, again, uh, people ask me, is there a man I can talk to when it comes to selling land and buying land and timber and hunting land and recreational land? Yes, Tom Smith, my friend. He'll be at the Wildlife Extravaganza tomorrow. Hines County Community College there in Pearl, Mississippi. Hat tip to Mayor Jake Wyndham for making it all happen. All right, let's go to wow. Rob. Appreciate you holding there, Rob. Hey, man. Hey. What's going on? Great. Good. I wanted to give you a heads up on the uh, latest uh, from our fine leadership in Jackson. Woohoo! Run, you save yourselves. <laughs> exactly. You know, JPD is now refusing 911 calls from the Capitol Complex District. That includes downtown Bell Haven Fund. No, you're uh, no. I, I, wait a minute. I, you, no, you're pulling my leg. I can't, I can't believe. It. I can't. No, you're not. They are. They are telling people to hang up and call Capitol Police. That it's not their jurisdiction. Are you kidding me? No, I. I, I know personally. I think uh. this happened to in the last week. Um. Man, how petty can you get? I mean, I understand the mayor and the chief are upset, but don't take it out on the citizens of Jackson. But yet they come to after every mass murder and weekend of uh, mass killings and things like that. They'll come in. We need the public's help. We need everybody. It's everybody's uh, problem. Everybody needs to pitch in. Well, everybody's pitching in. Now you don't want to work with certain. Exactly right. What a. But they're actually telling someone on 911 to hang up and call Capitol Police because it's not their jurisdiction. The mayor needs to quit smoking that dope. That dope. <laughs> Play that. It's making it crazy. It's making him crazy. Rob, we appreciate that. We're gonna have to delve. We're gonna have to delve into that. Kingfish, what say ye? Is this true? Uh, but I believe that that our city uh, is safe. The mayor must stop. Smoking that dope is running him crazy. It's running him crazy. He's refusing help. Man, we are washing crime. Well, he's not. He's not. He got three. He got three bodyguards around him, folks. And when you and I are dodging bullets, we praying like we never prayed before. Riding around the streets of Jackson, and then you just heard from one of our, our business folks here. Bought a brand new truck by five o'clock in the afternoon. He had a bullet, folks. We ain't talking about no twenty-two. We talking about crackhead killing bullets, man. I mean, zombie apocalypse type bullet holes. Lord have mercy. All right, folks. We need we we need to verify that in fact that, and you know, I don't doubt it because the mayor is hostile uh, to people doing their job. Because you know, he ain't gonna do his job. I mean, he's Mister Shuck and Jive. If there's ever been a Shuck and Jive mayor. We got one now. Lord have mercy. I mean, we just. And then the Capitol Police just captured uh, the guy who was breaking in all those businesses down there. Uh, they say Steve's Deli. I don't know. Has Steve's Deli opened back up yet? 
I mean, he took a blow down there. And uh, again, the mayor's upset because he's getting another shoulder against the wheel. And then he complains about how the legislature won't help out and they ain't doing this. Man, please. See, this is what I, folks, I keep telling you. We're full of crap. All we're going to do is complain. We complain about the schools and about the uh, schools through the prison pipeline. And then when you delve, you know, just, just pull back one layer of the onion, come to find out this stuff is happening because of us. The stuff we do and don't do and won't do. And then we all mad at Whitey and all this other crazy crap. That's what I'm saying. Kim Wade is mayor. I'm going to tell you now. For four years, baby, if you're marching for your rights, if you got a chip on your shoulder, if you're angry about what happened in 1492 or 1620 or 1619 or 1954, are oh, you going to be disappointed in me? Oh, yes, sir. Kim, you ain't really black. You don't really care. No, you can't change no more than I can change about those dates that I just told you. So we're not going to waste no time on that. What we're going to do is change you out. We can trade you out for some Hispanics and at least get the grass cut and get the houses repaired. But just to have you sitting up there moaning and complaining all the dang time, it has gotten old. I need me some be gone spray. Be gone, Negro. I don't want to hear this crap no more. And that goes for you folks in the alphabet rainbow crap, too. You work for the city of Jackson under the Kim Wade administration. I don't want to hear your crap. You can come to work with a peacock head on your on your head. I don't care. Do your job. You don't get to sashay around there trying to let everybody know I'm a girl, I'm a man, or whatever your flavor is that day, and not do your job. See, the problem is things have gotten too far gone. We don't bought into all this woke crap. And what the woke folks need to know, you're going back in the closet. We got some of that old lumber that's been soaking in, in motor oil. When we nail that door closed this time, it ain't coming back open. You can chew a hole in the wall just like those uh, rodents do, but you ain't getting out because we're unlocking it. Until you can comport yourself to some societal standards that people can live with. We're not going to be living in your world, your fantasy foolishness world. We ain't got time for that. Times are too hard. And now we hear the mayor telling people, uh, call the Capitol Police. If it happened down, call the Capitol Police. You can't even patrol the area. Matter of fact, you don't even want to live in those areas. Who do you call, mayor? Oh, he ain't got to call nobody. He got three bodyguards guarding him, his kids, his family, everybody covered but us. Man, I'm so tired of this foolishness. But here's the thing. Somebody asked me, what would I do about the gangs if I became the mayor? The mayor. First of all, I ain't going to be smoking that dope. Those days is over with. I ain't got time to be high. <laughs> Wasting my day on that headache reefer they got out here. Anyway, here's the deal. What you do with the criminals? I mean, the uh, well, young, young parchment larvae, the young Democrats, Biden supporters. First thing you got to do, you got to shut off the water that's filling up the tank full of juvenile delinquents. We've got to cut down the number of juvenile delinquents that we're adding to daily, yearly, monthly, monthly, yearly. And see, people want to talk about it in all these old abstract terms. Oh, we need to have midnight basketball. We need, to, Yeah, okay, if that's your ministry, fine, you do that. But what we're going to do, we're going to get them folks down at the public school system that's feeding uh, into this juvenile delinquency whirlpool cesspool, whatever kind of pool you want to call it, and get them on their job. 
There's no reason why we can't have some level five schools up here. But the only reason why we don't, because, again, we do just what Sally Norwood did when he went down there before the school board and convinced them to rescind the contract to the Midtown Charter Schools to uh, take over the closed Rowan Middle School and get it back online. Now, Sally Norwood, Dr. Philip Ivory, they need to explain what is it that they did when they were school board members. What can they point to? And they got the minutes. The minutes exist. Just say, y'all need to go back and look at the minutes on this day when I uh, passed, uh, suggested and it passed that we do this, this, and this to better education. Because the truth of the matter is, the charter schools came into vogue and people felt a need for charter schools after those two were on the school board. So explain that, dog. Y'all talk about what white folks doing. Let's talk about what you do. And we're going to have to do this. Under the Kim Wade administration, you got to start saying, okay, Sock, you all big on set aside. How have you made the city better? What, you being here and being black and you got a couple of meals socked away now? Oh, we, we supposed to be better because of that? Okay, explain that to us. We need some accountability, dog. Now, you need to understand me asking that question. Ain't the same thing saying that I don't want you to have anything. But, dog, you can't be getting your grind on to the exclusion of me having something. But, see, black folks scared to raise these kind of questions and point these kind of things out. Dr. Ivory and Sally Norwood need to tell us what did they do when they were on the school board to make education better in Jackson. See, here's what we've fallen into, folks. We got black folks who want to be called leaders community activists, community organizers, community leaders who think that all they got to do is show up. Or, you know, that's Senator so-and-so. And he get up, and like I said before, if you notice about these black leaders, particularly about con man Thompson, they always get up before you ain't got nothing in their hand. They just get up and start talking. But let them get up in front of a group of Hispanics, get up in front of them gays, they got notes, notebooks, binders. They got their assistants whispering in their ear. But when it comes to us, yeah, we're going to be strong. We're coming together. Yeah, it's a shame all this murder. This got to stop. We got to, we, we got to, ain't going to do nothing. We got to have better school. Well, bro, that's what you're down there for. What did you do? So what we're saying is, brother, show us some receipts, Sally. Show us some receipts. And not just sell everybody that's been on that school board. Turn your palms up, dog. You're going to have to do it on the day of judgment. Turn your palms up. Truth of the matter is, these Negroes are shucking and jiving. You know how I know? Look around us. This is a crap hole. Our number is 601-879-0002. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, we're going to get to... Uh, Saturday, tomorrow's going to be Saturday, and you know what happens on Saturday? Things have to be did around the house. You got to get it did because the old, old lady's sweating you. You told her six months ago you was going to do it, and she's back at you again. Every six months, the same thing. Okay, okay. And so be smart about it. Go to Revel Ace Hardware. Get the thing done today. One trip, get all the items you need, and find out how they, how they all fit together because they have specialists there at Revel Ace Hardware, as they've had for 70 years. You need paint. You need a special kind of paint. You want paint that's going to last. You want uh, uh, plumbing supplies. And, you know, plumbing supplies, you can go through a lot of elbows before you get the right elbow. So, again, unless you have a friend in the plumbing business, uh, you need to go to Railway's Hardware because they have plumbers 
former plumbers, plumbers, people who've just been, let's just say, country boys. They know some things. So check them out. Railways Hardware throughout Central Mississippi, DeVale Plaza. Uh, that would be Terry Road also has their original location. And uh, the parkway there in Clinton, Mississippi. The spillway there in on the reservoir. And uh, let's see, there's a couple more. I'm forgetting a couple. Oh, Pearl. Can't forget Pearl. Railways Hardware and Pearl and the Power Store. So go over there and get the things you need and make the trip one time. Do it right, folks. Rebel Ace, 70 years being your friend. Go back and reacquaint yourself with all the services they provide. All right, folks. It is an open forum here today, and I'm just discussing some things. Uh, I was talking about uh, what I would do as mayor as it relates to the juvenile delinquency. First of all, you got to you got to cut down the number. See, juvenile delinquency, it, like as it, as with crime and criminals, they're always going to be with us. But what we have are unmanageable numbers, and yet we continue to add to the numbers daily. And they keep asking law-abiding people, people who understand, and people who put one foot in front of the other. They're doing the right thing on a, on a regular basis. Life is not complicated in that regard for them, but for everybody else, they want uh, to go out here and say, well, we don't know what to do about it. Yes, you do. It ain't our guns. It's your sons. You're spending not you're spending more time on Facebook or doing whatever else you're doing. You're not spending time with them. It ain't more complicated than that. And you got to get your bluff in early. You need to quit sending your kids to school and telling them your child can't be disciplined because only you want to do that. Well, you ain't doing a good job. One of the things we can do if we want to have better schools, this is this is easy. We need to give the teachers absolute control over who gets to sit in that classroom. If they put that child out of that classroom for a behavior they deem uh, uh, unacceptable for the learning process, then that problem is between the principal, that parent, and the school board, or whoever else got to run run rabbit on that little fool. But you cannot have it where you're not going to backstop the teacher. That teacher need to be God in that in that classroom. You can't have one child in there disrupting the learning process for 24 other kids simply because uh, one of these coalition members of the Democrat Party has gone to federal court and got a lawsuit, got an injunction against the school providing just common sense approaches to dealing with little knucklehead kids, little knothead kids like yours. And then the other thing you do is, don't folks, and you can see this in elementary school, it is heart-wrenching. Those parents who send their kids to school, ringworm, not fed, nasty. When those kids come to school like that, they should have a, a they want to bring in social workers for everything else, they should have a social worker on a motorbike, one of those little rock crocket, what's that, crotch rocket, whatever they call it, going up to the house. And when their mother opened that door, smack in her face. You send this child out here like this again. Stomp her lights out. Take her EBT card and her wig. Folks, you look, don't they roll hard on us like that to make us give up the money to these low brows? We need to do the same thing. And then when we start getting some level five schools, then people will start building houses. Not this crap that hood is always putting together. Or Mississippi Home Corporation, God bless them, they do a great job. But all this got to have this bag of Skittle approach to building houses where you got to have a red, a blue, and a green, and you got to have a person with one leg, another person over here with two legs and one eyeball. No, 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 no. You come with your money, your certificates of appreciation, then you can buy this house. If you didn't earn enough, 
Now, you might get a subsidy, you know, grant or something. I can appreciate that, you know. But what I'm talking about is the man that somebody has to have a certain group of folks, so, so many renters and stuff. No, you don't want renters. Renters need to earn their way up the ladder to have a house. And then these folks who are in Section 8 houses, you need to let them know. And see, folks, you don't realize you could actually get HUD to make these changes. Nobody asked for them. You tell her, say, look, here's the deal. We're going to let you build these Section 8 uh, houses here in this area, yada, yada, yada. But when those people violate your rules and they violate common decency and they violate the community standards, which is standards put in place to keep the property values up. Oh, no, we're not moving them to another complex. They're getting the hell out. They're on their own. They can take their vouchers and and and, and Lay them, lay on them, lay lay them over them at night like it's a cover. But this notion that we got to keep moving them to better environments, they tore down White Rock apartments over there off two twenty. They tore down those apartments down there on Fortification and on Wood Street. No, oh, you can't go nowhere in this country and buy slum lumber, or slum concrete, slum glass, slum screens, slum plumbing. The problem are these people who need to learn the hard way about getting their crap together. You can't tell me, because I, I promise, I done heard it. Being poor don't entitle you to do anything other than to work harder to better yourself. It ain't no excuse for you to be committing no crime. Yeah, we can understand why you had to steal a loaf of bread to feed your family. It's still a crime. And for somebody out here stealing now, they just stealing because they like to steal. Folks, there's jobs everywhere. There are jobs everywhere. Any kind of work you can think of. Well, Kim, I got a record, and, and you know, they won't hire me. Hoss, you need to create your own job. That's the problem you got now because you created your own record. So you need to be out there doing lawn care. You need to be an independent operator. And I ain't talking about nobody uh, breaking in with a ski mask. I'm talking about you need to get a job where you don't need no credit check. You need to get a job where you ain't got to check the box. Well, that ain't fair. It wasn't fair when you was robbing people either. Oh, man, this time, look, bro, we need to break it up at the door. Man, I invite the Capitol Police to just roam free in Jackson. And then wherever the Capitol Police don't land in light, we're going to get Jeff Coat to put a fence up. Before he put that fence up, we're going to go over there and get Pucket Machine to give us some Caterpillar uh, tractors, front loaders. And then we're going to get Home Depot to give us a cement block. Get a, uh, a tank full of gas, fill it up, put that cement block on the gas pedal and just let it turn in circles. And then whatever's cleared out, we're going to let Jeffco put the 18 foot fence up with some uh, uh, razor wire at the top. Weaved all through it. Just tired of this crap. We got all this stuff being, t- man, I was just yesterday when I wasn't here, I was just sitting out just looking at how good we have it here in this country. How good life is. And we got all these people working against because they angry. Oh, my God. Whoo. Man, I'm going to put some of my mama's techniques on this. Oh, baby, we can solve this problem. Oh, you angry. Oh, baby, I got the, just the thing for you. Because when I get done working you, you're going to be so tired. You ain't going to be thinking about no anger. See, we got too much resources. We got too many folks sitting around on their butt. Things that just need labor applied to it 
for us to solve the problem. And then we got all these people who sitting around. They the one asking us to feed them on a daily basis, once a day, twice a day, or whatever the case may be. And then they want to tell us, oh, I got mental illness problems. You got sense enough to write up a sign, Jesus loves you, and stand out there and ask me for some money. You know Jesus? Jesus said work. Kim's saying the same thing. So as I said, as mayor, with JPD, we're going paperless. You ain't got, you ain't got, man, matter of fact, the backseat of your patrol car should be pristine. I don't ever want to see nobody in the backseat. I want you to hammer everything out in the field. And I'm, I'm taking off on body cams. They're going to have to prove it. I didn't have this knot on my head before I met him. Well, it's a miracle, my God. <laughs> the bottom line is, folks, we need to break it up at the door. I'm talking about crack some heads down to the white meat. Let the ACLU scream. Southern Poly Law Center scream. Because after a while, yeah, I know I'm going to get paid, but man, it may be two or three years before I get, because we're going to drag it out. Oh, ain't going to be no settlements. Oh, we going all the way, baby. Yes, sir. Ain't going to be no George Floyd. You getting $21 million for a crackhead. Man, we could have built the jail with that. $21 million for a crackhead. You done lost your mind. Boy, I tell the mama, you know your child was a crackhead. You knew he wasn't crap at 10 years old. Now you up here asking for $21 million. Woman, boy, boy, Lord, don't let my pimp hand fail me up in here. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Friday. And the beginning of the Gun and Knife Club begins in 38 minutes, folks. When you're traveling through the ghetto, you need to be strapped down in Jacktown. Of course, there's a new sheriff in town, Sheriff Carlton Reeves. That's right, he's taking off the robes. He's putting on the six-gun, folks, one on each hip. He's going to be pistol-whipping folks down there, whipping folks in the line. There's a, again, there's going to be a new way of doing things. And, of course, our mayor has uh, rejected the efforts in the support of the Capitol Police from what we're hearing, that they're telling uh, people, hey, no, you need to call, no, no, call them. You, well, dude, you wasn't doing your job. But you know what? You, you, you can't blame the, the officers on patrol. I mean, it's, it's a cluster. You know, and, man, I, I ain't got no beef with James Davis. James just trying to keep his job like everybody else. I, I appreciate that, yada, yada, yada. But, folks, the problem is the mayor need to be told and all of us, including Radio Strongman, we need to ask, what is it that we're doing? I mean, because we got too many things that are going wrong while we are here trying to uh, uh, tie everything to racism, systemic racism, historical racism, all this other. It's a bunch of crap. We are failing at what we set out to do. Our kids were better, edu- better educated under separate and unequal. That's the truth, whether you want to accept it or not. We're allowing too many folks to get in these positions and all they are is just folks with a title. We ain't got to keep putting up with that. But again, if that's our standard, there's no need for the rest of the country to be held down and held back by that. If we want, and see, this is what I can never understand. Now, the Kim Wade administration would do this here. We would be the first administration under black leadership with a predominantly Democrat uh, city council to actually improve the tax base. It ain't rocket science. One of the things that, that we would do, we're going to let people get their hustle on. You know why a lot of this stealing going on? 
first of all, you know, Democrats, I mean, again, that's a rite of passage. You got to steal something. Some of these folks steal the placenta coming out of their out of their mama's womb. I'm on, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know, I put it on eBay. I don't know. Just stealing, just getting in practice. But here's the deal, folks. You raise the property values. Then you got money for all these. And then it's just a matter of uh, debating how the money's going to be spent on what projects. You spend the money on the projects that's going to build the tax base even stronger, whether it's infrastructure, jails, schools, and things like that. Not on all this. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a place for museums. There's a place for, uh, 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 you know, all the. But those are monies. That, that's, that's money that you spend when you had an excellent harvest. When the crop is just, just, I mean, you know, it exceeded everybody's expectation. That's when you fund the artsy, fartsy stuff, you know. That's fine. And if you have 10 good years of that, no problem. Let's do Fondren on Thursday night. Let's do all that kind of crap. But initially, you got to take care of the business. You start doing that there. Start letting the police officers know. And when you go on those juries, and then the other thing, we need our judges to be creative. You tell these folks, okay, here's your, I mean, you, you guys do plea deals and everything else, not just the judges, but the prosecutors. Okay, you can do five years of hard labor or 10 years of just sitting in your bunk, which one you want. And that way, hey, they agree to go out and work these streets, pick up paper and do all these other things. But we act like uh, we can't offer any, but when it comes to them, the government taking money from us, to try all the harebrained ideals they want to try. Oh, ain't no limit. And all we're saying, hey, man, let's do some things. Then the other thing to raise the tax uh, base and fill the tax coffers up, get rid of all the regulations. Somebody called in here the other day and made a point that I've always been saying, if I didn't say it to nobody but myself, and that is, we keep passing all these new laws. Let's go back and take off some of these laws on the books. That's a hindrance. Each city council person would be responsible for presenting to the to the mayor's working committee feedback from their constituents, both residents and businesses, of what onerous law that just seems to hamstring them and keep them from reaching their full uh, potential as a business owner or as full enjoyment as a homeowner. Because, you know, one of my pet peeves was, and I, I did not agree with Dell Danks on this, and that was taking up all those uh, bus benches that had the advertising on it. That was bringing in close to six or $700,000 a year. And we, at that time, we were spending that much, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars more on pothole repair. Let's go back to doing that. The simple things that we can do. Because, you know, no wonder people don't want to ride the bus. They got to stand out there in that heat. And, of course, if you make the benches too comfortable, then, you know, those Biden supporters can be sleeping on them and doing, you know, do what they do. But I got something for them. All these, all these bums out here. Oh, you're going to get some permit to be a bum in Jackson under the Kim Wade administration. You, where's your papers? Oh, you ain't got no papers? Beat him. Beat him. Because we need, we need you to pay for these permits so we could have somebody to come out and pick up all this trash and all these buckets and stuff y'all leave sitting around and all these baskets of clothes. And what I would tell them, all you folks leaving up under the bridges, you better have it moving by the time the front loader come through there because they're scraping up everything and it's going down to waste management or Richards or whoever's picking up garbage this week. You can't do that to the poor. That's all they got. All they got is down at the landfill. They're going to march down there. Kim, you so hard. No, I ain't hard. Mm-mm. 
like I told you folks, you doubt what I'm saying, you, you doubt this stuff will work, go on YouTube and just Google, I mean, just, just type in Rwanda. R-H-W-A-N-D-A, Rwanda. Type it in. That brother over there, he's been there about 10 years. He got, for black folks, bro, that's a clean country. Even in the places where uh, they live in with, with, with open sewage, where, you know, because they don't have plumbing. You don't see all those paper cups and uh, you don't see trash everywhere. You don't see old rotted out this, that. And you don't see that. You don't see. Just because you pour it on me, you got to be nasty. Folks, we could break this up. At, and you know what? This is how black folks operate. Oh, they see one person, just like when the squeegee man was big. One person started making money doing squeegee. Then squeegee mans were everywhere. Car washes. One man making started making grinding. Uh, good hustle off car washes. And then everybody doing car washes. That's the way black folks operate. We wait for the burning bush. Oh, man, it didn't get consumed. Let me do this. It ain't rocket science. We just need some leaders that's going to speak into a lot. And don't, folks, I ain't trying to be no leader. Uh-uh, no, no, no. You got enough sense. You know better. What I will do is remind you. I'm telling you now, I ain't the one. And you poor folks, don't think you get no free ride. Stand out on the corner, bum. Well, I'm mentally ill. Yeah, okay. All right. You still better have that paperwork. You got enough sense enough to ask for some money. You know what money's for. Now, if you're sitting out there eating boo-boo out your drawers, okay, you certified crazy. But if you're out there asking for beer, beer money and stuff like that, man, you better keep it moving. When you see me, you better be doing jumping jacks. Oh, man, I'm just I'm just out here exercising in some fresh air. Our number 601-879-0002. The man, Master D. Yes, sir. Hello. Kim. What? Man, I don't know. I was sitting there thinking that at the time that you was talking about that. That is really amazing how you could take a country like Rwanda. And, man, that country, really, the city part really looks nice. It does. It's astounding. And you got all this money coming through uh, Jackson. Mm -hmm. My point of your Kim, you know, if you were mayor, if anybody in the next mail, I want to know why. When are we going to be free of these bonds that we keep on paying year after year? These bond issues should be paid off. Because mm-hmm. I'm being told that we have a shout of government running within our government, and they tied into these bonds, and they get these black people who are leaders and they're telling me, you know, we do this and we run this and we do this. I really want to know what's going on because it's like it's starting from not only Phil Bryant, and it's like we have two entities struggling in Jack. It's like. You're going to do what we tell you to do. If you're going to be the Negro, we want you to be. You, by God, better do what we tell you to do. Then you got these set of Negroes saying this, and everybody's like fighting like crabs in a bucket. But where there's no vision, no plan, the people going to perish, man. Let them perish. Astounding to level of potholes, and we can continue to get these lawyer rich year after year. We can't even find the. We have you, just go down McDowell Road. You have trucks loading up asphalt all day. Why the city can't even have the trains to come in and get a same type? Right, of well, we got to take a break, Master. Do we appreciate it? Hold on. All 
right, folks, we're back. It's the final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Way Show. Hey, if you got a taste for steak this evening, you have a taste for Tico's. Tico Hoffman over on County Line Road stands at the ready to provide you with that mouthwatering succulent ribeye, T bone, bone in, bone out, whatever you want. They have it there at Tico's. Call ahead, have that order ready for you. 601 956 1030. Tico Hoffman over there doing it the same way for 30 years. And I encourage you to do just that. Go back and meet your old friends. If you haven't been there in a while. Or call ahead and take home that order that, hey, you ain't got to do all that work. You can just enjoy a fine meal and enjoy the rest of the evening in the recliner. So check it out today. Tico Hoffman. And don't forget, folks, the wildlife extravaganza tomorrow and Sunday at Hines County Jun- uh, Junior College there in Pearl, Mississippi. Hat tip to Jake Wyndham over there for making an accommodation for them, working with the school, I mean, the college to make that happen. And, folks, there are a lot of good other events coming in there at Hines County uh, Convention Center. Well, I guess it's whatever it is. The, I guess it's a convention center now at this point. So check it out. And if you're looking for a place, that's the place. And, again, hat tip to the mayor of Pearl, Mississippi. Way to go, guys. All right, folks. Uh, what we're going to do going out the door, we want to play our favorite local artist, Buddy Brown. Buddy's in Nebraska. He's uh, rocking the house up there. And hopefully uh, we're going to have him in soon. He said he'd try to make it in when he can. So, Little Buddy Brown, when you're traveling through Jackson, it's the name of the uh, record. Uh, you need to be strapped. Don't dial 911, dial 09MM, baby. When you're driving through the ghetto in your hillbilly truck. You made two wrong turns and suddenly you're out of luck And you look up in the projects and you start to smell that weed Lock your doors, turn the windows up, pray for the light to go green And you better be packing that old 9 double M Rolling through Atlanta with that scared-ass white boy grin Coming back from hunting But you shot through all your clips You call the cops But they just laugh Say we ain't coming in If you get a flat You better drive on the Better call the Capitol Police And you better be packing Yeah, I'm on MLK Can I get a police escort? Hello? 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 Call the Capitol Police, fool! A fight. Throw some hands. A run. Pull off. The only place that's open is a rundown quickie mark. And you want that Copenhagen, but you have to go inside. There's meth heads drinking Red Bull underneath a Bud Light sign. So you better be packing that old nine double M. Rolling through Chicago with that scared-ass white boy grin And you're coming back from hunting But you shot through all your clips You call the cops, but they just laugh